Welcome to the Shirts and Skins podcast with Devin and Josh. Devin, we got NHL Stanley Cup finals going on after a rocky start with the Avalanche going up 2-0. Didn't look good. They came back home. Got back to our sea level, below sea level, however you want to say it. Had a rocking game. What are you thinking, buddy? We uh, we get a confidence yeah, man, back? They, they, they can breathe. The Lightning fans can breathe. Um, we came down, and I even had in our group chat, I was telling you guys, like, I, I don't know if it was just too much altitude, too much, like, just the Colorado was so ready and so, like, outpacing the Lightning. And it made no sense because the Lightning team is is, is an annoying team. They, they don't really, like, come and wreck you, but they, they hit you. They're always in your face. They're always go, go, go. And don't get me wrong, Colorado is a young, young team. They got speed, but the Lightning shouldn't be getting wrecked seven to zero. Like that's just right. not how it that's just not the Lightning hockey. That's just not how it's been. Um, you're not back to back champions because you get beat seven to zero. Um, <laughs> do I want to say that's one off? I'm not saying it's one off. Colorado's a great team. They put it on you, they've scored three points back to back, and then they actually, like you said, came down to sea level met us in Tampa Bay and uh, we showed them what we really are. I do think, and I believe this, I do think that us losing game one, that is the lightning losing game one in overtime that may hurt, hurt the lightning. They, I think they needed that W. Yeah. That was a game that again, Vasquez gave up goals that he doesn't give up normally. That wasn't like him when you when you let those two easy goals in and you lose a game in overtime, like that could be a, that a swinging factor right there. Uh, game two was a fluke. You got to try to kind of chalk that one up, and then you've got to win this next one. It's, it's you know obviously you're still in Tampa, big game. Get it back to two two, make it a three game series. The the Avalanche just seemed faster in those first two games, especially game two. They were just faster. They were constantly getting those turnovers. Lightning played sloppy, you know, and it was just a lot of two-on-ones or, you know, just one-on-one with a goalie. And they were just what, getting what, those uh, shots what, what Colorado's really good at so far, and I even hit it with a couple of guys, is uh, the power play for Colorado is just, is just great. It's great hockey. They're really good on the offensive side. Um, they have Taos in the back. Taos is a great defenseman, old-timers. I, I want to say he's one of the older guys on their team. Um, but their power play is very good. Lightning's power play stoppage is not very good. Um, what what the Lightning do, even if they do let up a score, because Vassy is just so hard to cover the whole net once you have, like, a two-, three-man squad coming at you, and they pass it back over, they hit that cross, and they'll hit the wing guy, and the wing guy will score. And on the power play, they're killing it with the extra man, obviously. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think the second game, the altitude really got to lightning where it's just, it's just not enough time. And it's like, I don't know if there's just not enough time for training or getting used to the, the altitude in even a three, four, four, five-day span. But um, it, it showed in game two. It showed in game two where the lightning just looked exhausted. And it's like the game just started. Yeah. Yeah, they, they looked pretty rough. Uh, now, so with, with game three, you've seen the Avalanche had to – they switched goalies in the middle of the game. So now there's all the questions of who are they going to go with between Kemper and, and Francoeur, Francoeur, uh 
I don't know what that does. Like that was something with the the game two. Uh, there was a lot of talks about Lightning should have pulled Bassey to kind of give him a rest since he just seemed off. I I wasn't sure how I felt about that. I, I'm kind of like look, let your guy figure it out. I'd rather you leave him in. I just don't want to put out. all that. I don't want to put all that on the goalie, man. It's it's the shot. Our defense, yeah, the defense played bad. Yeah, and the and offense said, is just playing very good on. In game two, the offense is just coming lightning fast. And you got to think, go back to uh, game one where the last two periods, we didn't let no goals happen. All three goals happened in the first. And then in a minute, two minutes in the first the first uh, overtime. overtime, you let them score. And it's like, at that point, you're just exhausted. And in that altitude, um, Colorado is no slouch, man. They come offensively. McKinnon. um He's leading that. Uh, Rotterin. Um, they have another guy. Uh, I think it's like Hutchison or something like that. And they're not playing, man. They're coming down. They're shooting, they're getting shots on the goal. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you pull the goalie. They're, I think they're gonna keep keep the goalie in there. They just pulled him because the game got out of hand. It's in Tampa. And at the end of the day, you just want to keep that motivation and you want to yeah. let your goalie know. You pull your goalie out and say, hey, you know. We get them back. We get them back. We get that one back. Don't worry about it. You know, you pull them out and you don't take that beating no more. And you come back and game four, Colorado, don't take Colorado slouch, man. Colorado's going to come out hot and that's what they do. And being when they were at home, they were coming out hot and they were showing that. Um, Now, obviously, game three didn't go out in that favor, but they still scored first. They still scored first. So at the end yeah. of the day, you can't sleep on Colorado. Um, I don't. I don't care that we're we're at home. Um, obviously, it's electrifying to be at home. You get that crowd, but it, it's still Colorado's no joke. Yeah, they're they're definitely a legit team. Going into the series, even before it started, I I wasn't gonna be surprised if it's a sweep for either side. Like that's the kind of series that this could have been. It could have been a four zero for Colorado, a four zero for Lightning, and I wouldn't have been shocked either way. It's. The, like the, the young and hungry team against the two-time champ, you know, you want to come in and, and beat the champs to, to be yeah, able to say. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like the Lightning are coming across like um, they're all vets. I mean, they they put up the experience of how many games the Lightning have in the playoffs compared to Colorado, and it was like seven hundred to like twenty yeah. or some <laughs> stupid number. And it was like you know you see that because the vets are still coming out: Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, and then you know. Vasily, they're, they're, they're coming out, but Paul, Perry, um, Palat and Point are both kind of quiet, but you're getting that one off from the Lightning, and that's what the Lightning do. Like, last game you had Maroon show up. Um, Lightning are known to have that one guy show up. In the series before, it was Paul who was showing out. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes, man. Uh, you can't count the Lightning out. I would love to see the three-peat, like we've said, but, you know, Colorado, new blood coming in. The whole nation, the whole country is rooting against, you know, the Lightning right now. People hate winners. I'm one of those guys that I hate winners too. But uh, it's good. It's good to be in the town that's winning. Yeah, it's it's nice whenever you're a fan of the team that's winning. But like, I didn't have a problem with Colorado until just recently, with uh, Tyler Dreger being a, a fan, and then his, his buddy Travis, who's a, a fan. Yeah, see, I didn't even care that Tyler liked them. It was just Travis talking crap. <laughs> See, once, once, especially for me, it's Tyler because he's always giving me crap about the Raiders. Like once I find out he's an Avalanche, it makes me hate him even more. So right. I, I'm rooting, I'm rooting even bigger for the Lightning. Not that I, I already said I wanted them to win, but if 
in that sense before knowing that i was like avalanche win cool now heck no no it's Let's not go cool. both it's even not more cool. yeah exactly <laughs> and I, I really i really favored i really favored um i actually wanted to see and i was hoping that the lightning they would give like some kind of odds to the avalanche in the series like a decent money and i would have put like you know a little bit of money on the avalanche <laughs> to win um money winning money and Well, we got a little freezing action. Devin froze up on us here. He froze up for a minute there, buddy. Oh, no, we're good. All right. Um, so speaking of winning, let's just move on to the uh, the NBA champs, the Golden State Warriors. Did it in six. What, what, I know you predicted Golden State at six. I think Tory had them in six. You know, it's a lot of people – had a feeling that it was going to be the Warriors. How did you feel about the overall finals? I feel like Tatum, Tatum just, uh, I don't know if it was Wiggins who bothered him. I don't know if it was shoulder. Um, Tatum let me down. I think it could have been very good. It could have been better. I, I, The finals was better than a lot of the playoff series. Some of them playoff series, you're like, man, this finals is not going to be good. It's not going to be good. There were so many blowouts. Um, there's back and forth blowouts. You're just like, man, what's going on here? 24 point wins left and right. The finals had some 10 point games, some come behind, some up by 20s, and then they came back in the third and fourth. And that was what Golden State being a third quarter team and Boston being a fourth quarter team. Um, it, it matched up well, being that no matter how the first half went the second half could have changed dramatically. And uh, I do think Smart being just n- having no right leg killed the series because uh, when Smart was on, Boston was on. Yeah. But he's also – he's a very streaky player on offensive side. So I, I think that's kind of what – he couldn't get hot, it seemed like. You know, I mean, obviously his, his defense is going to be on point. That's not a problem. But it's more his offense wasn't there. Horford had that, you know, the one game where he kind of shined. And I feel like the MVP for Boston, at least, was Brown because Tatum was yeah, such no, a I would, I, would, I would agree. I would agree completely. I was going to say the same thing. Brown, 100%. If Boston were to win, it was because of Brown. But I think because Boston didn't win, it's because Tatum wasn't playing up to par. That's why Boston didn't win. He was too much of a roller coaster of a player to, if you're that guy, you're the, the face of the franchise. Like, you have to step up, especially in this, in the finals. you got to be the man. you got to be the guy that's going to be able to put the team on your back and say, I got you. Average of that 30 points, you know, a game throughout the entire series. You can have one bad game and get away with it, but then you got to come back and make up for it. And that's, that's, yeah, and that, and that's that, yeah, and that's why it's a series, man. You can have one bad game. And then that's what Boston needed. Boston needed another, another player like um, – Williams, Williams showed out one game. They won. Uh, Smart showed out that same game. That's the game they won. The first game, Tatum, Brown, and Horford showed out. That's why they won. You need that third piece, and it's like they couldn't get that third piece uh, more than those two games. And um, Warriors stayed more consistent. Um, Yeah, Poole went off for one game. Um, Other than that, you kind of just rode – you you rode Curry – and then you hoped you'd get 18 from Wiggins and you'd hope you'd get 18 from Thompson. And then you'd hope you're, you'd have some role players 
And I think they had more role players with consistency. And someone who didn't show up for Boston that was killing it against the Heat was uh, White. He just was a no-show, was a no-show. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that, that I think that really hurt them because they needed that points. Even uh, the other Williams, uh, he was a no-show. Pritchard, he was a no-show. Like, these players just – they weren't showing up for the Celtics. And the only one who was consistent was Brown, and you feel bad for him. And I, I do think Tatum had something, whether it's nerve or something wrong with his shoulder. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. There's no way he was getting guarded that good. You know what I mean? And Wiggins was balling out. Warriors defense is great, but so does Celtics defense. Um, yeah. Tatum's too good. Tatum's too good um, to have the games he did. Don't get me wrong. He had some almost 30-point games, 28, 29, 26. Um, you got to be better than that. For sure. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to be the man, the, the face of the NBA and everything they're trying to put on him, in those times, you got to kind of have bigger games. Uh, and on the Warrior side, their, their role players all stepped up for him. And now I kind of want to get your opinion on this because I've seen something about uh, Gary Payton, Gary Payton II, talking about how he wants like $20 million a year next year. Uh, Not from the Warriors. Exactly. Uh, Poole's talking about how he wants like a, a, a massive deal. Wiggins wants a massive deal. And I'm just like, I know there's going to be a team that's going to overpay for these guys. But I'm like, dude, you just won a championship. Run it back. Like, come back. Do like a year or two contract. If team, I was Wiggins. More team friendly. I understand wanting to get paid. But also don't price yourself out of being on a winning team. If I was Wiggins, I'd definitely want to come back. Um, Poole pool and Peyton, if you want to go get paid, get it while it's hot. I you can't blame them. Being role Now's players, the time. Like, they're, they're not going to get yeah. out of them what they are now. No, I mean, they're still young. But, I mean, now's the time to go get paid. Ride that wave. And if someone's going to overpay for you, great. But you're going to go to a team and, you what, you're going to be a starter maybe. And uh, you get overpaid. And you're going to show your true colors. Yeah, you're going to go into a team like the Kings or the Rockets or, you know, a, a bottom tier team. You're you're no longer you may be the guy on that team, but you're not. You're gonna not win. the guy, right? And you know, I know you like Paul wants to play like a Steph Curry, but he's not a Steph Curry. No, and he's he's too streaky. He's too streaky. And now, don't get me wrong, he filled in a couple games for Curry when he was out, and he balled. Like, you know, they were happy he filled in for Curry, and that was a guy because he had his games. But you're talking about a whole season, a whole playoff run, if you were in the playoffs. Like, in the finals in six games, you had one good game. Yeah. And that's not not, not even as a starter. You're playing right. the second second role players. So it's like, uh, you know, but you can't hate them. Get them while it's hot. You're a champ. Go get paid. Do your thing. But uh, just know if you come against the Warriors and you get beat, you did that to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's – I know that there's someone – like I said, there will be a team that's going to overpay. Again, I think especially like you said, a Wiggins. If I'm Wiggins, I'm definitely trying to come back to the Warriors. And I understand wanting to get paid, but also know your situation and be like, okay. You were the I, guy. Right. He was like, the guy, and it got you nowhere. You're you're a you're a third. You've experienced third, the whole losing and being the face yeah. of the franchise. You're you're a third guy. You're not a second guy. You had Towns and uh, 
that didn't work out for you. And now you're the third guy, which in a way you were kind of the second guy, but you and Thompson are about same skill level, but yeah. you need to be on a shooting team and then you need some open floor. You need an open floor to get your, your couple dunks, get your little hype in, but you're a mid range shooter. You're a mid range shooter. And I would say you're, you're mid, you know, you're, you're mid, you're, you're, you're not, you're, you're not in the upper, upper echelon to these players. Exactly. Know your role, know where, what your position is. Do whatever you can to come back for a good amount of money. Maybe not try to force like a max deal or anything close to a max. And, and you got to think, and you got to think Clay's going to just be better next year. Yeah. Like this is the he's first put year since two years. You know, like he's still trying to find his, his legs and everything like that. You can tell he wasn't a hundred percent. So enjoy the role that you have. Come on back. There's a do, do two year deal. Do that whole, like they always have these player options now with these deal. Do that kind of a deal for you. See how that works out. And see where you can get next year. Because if you can enjoy. bring back the core, there's a good chance they'll be there again. Yeah, and enjoy California. Be out there. Um, ride that wave. Maybe get you another ship next year, the year after, and uh, see what these other teams are about to do. And yeah. You still have the draft coming up. You have the draft coming up. So I guarantee you there's going to be one big-name move during this NBA draft. Yeah, and the NBA draft is coming up, I believe it's Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday. Um, I'm very curious to see where all this goes because there's going to be, like you just said, there's going to be some moves that are going to be made. I'm wondering if there's going to be a big-name player that gets traded. I know there's a lot of talks with uh, the Blazers either trading their pick or there's – I know McCollum's trying to recruit him to New Orleans. But oh, there's yeah. talk that they're yeah, going to trade their name. pick. Yeah, like there's talk they're, the the – Blazers may trade their pick to try to get another veteran player in to help out uh, Dame. Uh, obviously, we got to see what's going to go on with the Lakers and what they're going to try to do, if they're going to try to make any moves. So I'm, I'm curious to see if there's going to be any big trades. I want to say well, well, Atlanta's I mean, talking about making some moves. Yeah, being that Houston, Houston's number three, and you just made a trade for one of your young, talented players, Woods, and you didn't really get no talent back. Right. That that didn't make no sense to me. That was a super so, questionable trade. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what that was all about. I think it's a Texas trade. They're just like, well, I hope one Texas team's gonna be good <laughs> and it's not gonna be us. And so they gave him they sent him to Dallas. But Woods was your better player and you traded him for a twenty six pick and two two players who don't see the court. And right. don't get us wrong, Bobon is great, but it's like he's he's good for the off the court shenanigans, not necessarily yeah. like a big Plays. name on the court. Yeah, and um, I, I wasn't really too sure about that, but that got number three, and then you got Orlando. You know they're going to mess up the first-round pick. Yep. And then you got OKC, and OKC's got nothing but picks. So <laughs> The next like, 15 years. Yeah, so they're young and talented. Um, But I just, I just don't know what you're going to get out of this draft. And one stat I was looking at about this NBA draft is you only have one – one national player, one, you know, uh, player, and he's from, like, New Zealand, and he, no one's even really talking about him either. And it's like this is one of those drafts where this – I think this is the first first or second year they're doing the, the first G League draft, and none of the people from the G League that skipped college 
and went to the G League or in the G League, there's no really hype about it, or they all lost hype going into the draft. So then you got Holmgren, the guy they're talking about number one overall, and it's like, I already told you how I feel about him. Seven-footer, 190 pounds, like, they got all this hype, and I'm sitting here like, you remember Taco Fall? He was 7'6". <laughs> See how much time he hits the court? And he and had then, the same build. Like, I understand this kid's a little bit more athletic, but still, it's... You're going on straight potential and hope. Yeah. Like, you're trying he to may make have this man a, into a Giannis. He's he like, well, this frame, man's never going to be a Giannis. He may have the frame of, like, a, a Durant, tall and skinny, but I'm not sure if he has that skill set of a Durant. Like, you're, no, they you're asking just, for a lot. Yeah, they want – well, I don't know if he has – anyone's going to have, like, the mobility of a Durant at that height. Right. But, like, you want this man to be, like, a Dirk or a Larry Bird, which Larry Bird has some – some obvious obviously uh, he had some athletic ability and could dribble the ball as well, where this dude, I feel like he's a little bit more clumsier at seven foot. Not saying he can't get into it because Giannis was very clumsy too. And now, yeah. you know, he's a freak for a reason. But you're asking a lot for from a little. And it's not just Taco Fall. You had um, a Bobo, you know what I mean? Another big guy, seven-footer, had all this hype behind him. He just sat on the bench, man. You're going to waste your first-round pick on this guy? Ah, I don't know. Not a starter. Not a star- starter at Gonzaga, one of the better coached teams. Uh, gets to the tournament. Uh, I don't know. I just I don't got a lot of faith in him. Um, if, if I'm – if if I'm the magic, I'm trying to get me a forward. I'm trying to get me either Banchero, uh, Smith from Auburn, um, even hit, uh, I think his name's Ivy or Livy from yeah, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a lot of hype going around from this Notre Dame cat. I can't think of his name. Um, him. And then for some reason, there's an there's Ohio State guy. Uh, but they have him ranked above the other Ohio State guy. Lytle or Liddell? Yeah, Bronham is the guy that's, that's ranked above him. Yeah, I'd rather have and, uh, and Liddell Lytle. is, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have him. And uh, you got some other talent out there. The, the NBA draft's going to be interesting. I do think there's going to be a trade. Uh, I do think there's going to be a trade, and you're going to trade some of the talent that's already in the NBA. Yeah. Um, but but there is some good talent coming out. Uh, one of the other guys is uh, Banchero. Banchero, he's a He's a great point forward that I was watching in college. Um, there's some talent out there, man. There's some talent out there. I'm with you as far as the the Holgram. Like, if I'm if I'm the Magic, I'm taking Smith. I want Jabari Smith over him. I just feel like he's going to be the better player. Uh, that's going to leave. Uh, who was it the? Gosh dang it, the Thunder. There we go. Thunder is going to have that next pick. Let them take that chance. Like yeah, they I'm have sure all the they have the the higher upside, but I want to go with the more sure thing if I'm Orlando because you need multiple pieces. Like you need guys. Some I need a guy who can create his own shot. I need a guy who can create his own shot, and I believe Smith has that talent. Uh, Ventura also he's a, he plays some good defense. Um, there's another guy I think Adajeo, Adabio, Adajeo, or something like that. He's, he's another one who I would go with. Um, they definitely – there's some talent up there, man. Um, I just – I'm not going with Holmgren. It's, it's funny, though. I think the 
the top five prospects, I think, are all power forwards or four out of the five are power forwards. Or No, they, it's they a play. heavy power forward. It's a heavy yeah, power they got, forward. They got class. Holmgren as a center, center, power forward, whatever. I mean, today's NBA, there's no such thing as really a center, but like two or three of them anyways. And Bro, put, put, Holmgren, put Holmgren as a center. Put Holmgren as a center. <laughs> or even even Adebayo or any of them. But he get eight up. Yeah. So they have him listed as a center, but I doubt him. I can see him being, like I said, a, a Kevin Durant type position where he'll play a, a small four. He's a big small forward, or you might put him in as the four. This man might be good like Brandon Ingram like a couple years later. Then you trade him or, you know, he gets a little bit build to him, but he never really fulfills the build that you thought he was going to because right. Brandon Ingram kind of stayed small too. And, uh, you know, that's worked out pretty well with him because as years progress, you get used to the actual athletic around you, the bigger guys around you. You learn how to fill out your body as a man and you you be successful in your way because you're seven foot tall, you use your size. Just right. like Brandon Ingram, you, you can shoot over people. Um, you just got to learn how to uh, move with the basketball, move without the basketball, and uh, use that size, man. Yeah, Holmgren has to put on some weight, put on some muscle, you know, put on, put on a little bit more on that frame so he can use that frame a little bit more. Because right now, I, there, there's some some shooting guards in the league that he's not backing down to do anything with the size that he is right now. So, Bro, it's going to be like the finals when uh, Horford had Curry on him and he was just passing <laughs> out of it. And I'm just like, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? It made no sense to me. And hopefully Holmgren can, you know, adjust to that and just use his youth. Um, but there, there's – I don't want to count out this NBA draft, but I just won't be surprised if you don't see nothing too crazy come out of this draft. Right. Yeah, I, I can see this one being just kind of like math kind of draft where three, four years from now you look back at these guys and there's some like stars, but not that superstar, not that face of the, the league kind of situation. I, I could definitely see it being that way. I, I I don't want to shoot it down. I don't want to shoot it down. But yeah, I, I'm there. I don't I don't see that name. I don't see this is going to be one of those drafts where you see a, a random school like out of nowhere, out of left field, and they have that player like the Curry who came out of Davidson. The thing yeah. with Curry though, you know, his dad was in the NBA. You know, he has a name, um, and it's not like he didn't ball in Davidson. You knew he was the dropping thirties in in the tournament. Um, We'll see. We'll see, man. I don't want to knock it until, you know, until we try it. But we're going to see what these youth guys do. Hopefully they get paid. Really, what I'm looking forward to is the NBA draft. I want to see that big trade. That's really what I'm looking for. Trade happen. I want to see somebody move. Yeah, I'm hoping that there's yeah, I want some to see kind of, like, move. shocking trade or something that just kind of blows their way that nobody's seen coming. Something along the lines. Really, I would like to see Dame get traded just because I always feel bad for that man or them make a big deal to get somebody over there to help him instead of trying to draft a young guy that I'm not you're hoping. Lie. I want to see Anthony Davis get traded. I want to see Anthony Davis get moved. I want to see the Lakers just break everything that they have over there, which is nothing, and then do something and build something around LeBron which is what they needed to do instead of thinking Anthony Davis is the answer. Don't get me wrong. When Anthony Davis is on, he's on. But I think you need, like, two solid people for Anthony Davis, and you'd have a better shot, a healthier shot. I agree. That's the big thing. 
Anthony Davis, if healthy, can be a great piece to build around, but he's never been healthy, so you don't want to rely on that. And you're getting, you're yeah. getting to the, the golden years of LeBron. You know, I understand that he's still a great player, but he's starting to decline. So do you really want to waste these years on having a, a superstar that gets hurt every time for you and you end up I think either LeBron, I think LeBron still wants to win. I feel like he's still he's still out there giving it his all. But sooner or later, whether it's this year or the next year, he's just gonna kinda be that he's gonna be content to yeah. just sit back and not not put his hundred in and just like people say, let it let it ride out till his son can play. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, I can't remember what we just said that quick. Uh, let's see how it goes, man. Uh, we got anything? Uh, UFC is not until what? Well, what the big fights aren't until for a couple yeah, more weeks. Yeah, so we have we have one more week till the big UFC fight event. Um, we're 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 definitely we're definitely going to talk about that coming up. The past UFC event in Houston was one of the most knockouts, most finishes that there was. Um, that was a great card. There was nine finishes, um, a couple questioning, uh, questionable calls from the judges, but that was a great card. I, I think they ended up giving out like 12 bonuses and 13 fights or something. And, uh, the Donald Cerrone fight got canceled again from like the same day fight day, uh, six weeks ago, it got canceled fight day because of like food poisoning. And then now this one, Joe Luzon ended up like tearing up his knee after sitting down to put socks on after he weighed in i'm just like oh man these are the stuff this is why i lose money in betting is because stupid stuff like that happens so we're gonna take a break off of ufc betting for a little bit and when i say a little bit just this weekend yeah, until I get back into, exactly. yeah until we get to the big event um other than that man you know i watched a little bit of boxing over the weekend uh they have this guy uh smith he beat bernard hopkins ended up getting beat up um other than that man we're waiting for the uh finals to be over or the the stanley cup to be over and then we're gonna be marching into fantasy football and football season man yes sir we got a couple more weeks before we start talking a little nfl i know some training camps are going on and all that kind of stuff still a couple little free agents out there see what's going to go on with that but we're getting closer the the dog yeah. days are here yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what I love seeing is the coaches paying and the NFL paying for the OTAs. They're, uh, you know, hitting too much, and they're yeah. just like, dude, whatever, we'll pay this $50,000 fine. <laughs> I love love to see it. Love to see it. That's good. Uh, get get them boys out there. Get them rookies out there. Get them, get them welcomed. And uh, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what the Lightning finish up doing. Don't be surprised. I know it's Tampa Bay area, Tampa Bay area, but Colorado ain't coming to uh, mess around. Yeah, and, I'm not gonna uh, be surprised either way. We'll we'll see we'll see what the NBA draft has to bring. I I don't want to be too hype about it. Um, I don't want to oversell it or undersell it. It could be great, but uh, there ain't nothing like the NFL draft, man. You know, and yeah. uh, like I said, we already hit on it. It's a couple questionable questionable players in this draft. Uh, you got the G League that's coming over, the national players coming over, the college players come in. But basically, we're just like we said, we're looking for that trade. And um, UFC event, not this week. Well, there is a UFC event this week, but the bigger one's next week. And uh, we'll go from there, man. Uh, we're missing – we were supposed to have the one Drager, brother Tyler, 
And then Tori, we miss Tori again. So we'll try to get everyone, get all, all these guys. We'll see how this uh, Zoom call pans out for us. And uh, we'll go from there, bud. Yes, sir. We'll see you all next week, Church and Skins. Church and Skins. Thank you for listening to Shirts and Skins podcast.